All right, your faith can move mountains, but your doubt can create them. What's up, everybody? This is Marissa Johnson, and welcome to another episode of Tournament Talk. And today, I have a very special guest, Shatu Muhammad. Woo! <laughs> so, you guys, um, a cool story about Shatu. Not only does she have an awesome name, um, but... This is crazy. So, Shatu is actually the first opponent that I ever had when playing a ITF qualifier event. And this was a pretty momentous moment for me, as you guys have heard from hearing my stories on other podcasts. Um, just the fact that how nervous I was and going into my first match after years of coaching and not competing. So, I just wanted to say that this is a pretty momentous person right here part of my part of my huge memories and we are also really good friends so Shatu welcome to my podcast um introduce yourself a little bit tell us about your tennis history okay so hi I'm Shatu obviously um I'm 19 years old and I'm currently playing on the WTA tour so I think one of the big things is like how I got started um when I was like around 16 years old, I had a wrist injury that took me out for like, I want to say six months. So when that happened, I took a break from junior tennis. And when I came back, my mom and I were, we were just like, okay, well, what do we want to do now? So I was like, can I try playing some opens? So I signed up for the, like the local USTA opens and I kind of did well. And we were kind of shocked about that. So when that happened, I developed a national women's ranking and so from there I always knew I wanted to play professional but the big thing was I didn't know how like I think a lot of players also struggle with that like how do you jump from like just playing like USTA tournaments to transitioning into the ITF but um I realized that there was obviously the website called the ITF and <laughs> they had like the IPIN so I created an account and I just started signing up for all the tournaments and at first I really didn't know how it worked and I missed out on a lot of opportunities, but finally, I had my little breakthrough, and I got accepted into a 15K in Greece, and that was, like, the biggest moment of my life. It started everything. Did you you play, sorry, did you play pre-qualifiers before that? No. Okay, so you just signed up for an IPIN, and then you got into one in Greece, finally. Yes. Whoa, crazy. Funny story, Greece was clay, and I didn't know it was clay until the day before I left. Oh my god. I So, I like, panic mode was on for me, okay? And I got there, I was signed into qualifying, and qualifying was three rounds. I won all three, I don't know how. <laughs> and what? And I got into main draw, and in the main draw, I won my first round, so I finally got my first WTA point. Shut up. On your yeah. first 15K ever? My first 15K ever. Get out of here. Oh. <laughs> I think it's like everyone kind of wishes it happened that way. But yeah. after that, I took a long break. Because I was still in high school, and I really couldn't miss days. But I had that one point. And from there, I played a couple more 15Ks, and I got a point there, point here. And then I finally got my WTA ranking when I was about 18 and a half, which was really huge for me. And it started everything, and 
yeah, I've just been playing more ICS, trying to build up my ranking. It's a process. Yeah. yeah. It's been going well. So, that's crazy. I actually didn't know that at all about you. Like, that's kind of like a dream story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for those that don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, mm-hmm. so you have to win... You won the three matches to actually get into the Greece tournament, like, or you were already in the Greece tournament, the 15K, and you won three matches and you got a WTA point? Um, so technically I was in the tournament, but I was in the qualifying draws of the tournament. Got it. And in 15K, in order to secure a point, you have to win one round in the main drop. You have to reach the round of 16. Got it. And... The, the qualifying draw was 48, so I had to win four, four rounds to get a, a point. Okay, awesome, got it. I just was clarifying for those that are curious. Um, so, amazing, so you're in high school, you're, you're all of a sudden like doing really well in these open tournaments, their ITF tournaments, and you got your first WTA point and you're in high school, that is incredible. So, um, <laughs> a little bit about Tell us a little bit about, I guess, um, what happened in your head. Like, you you obviously wanted to go this route instead of the college tennis route. Mm-hmm. Um, what plans do you have, I guess? Like, what, what goal are you shooting for at your young age? Oh, uh, well, ever since I've been young, I just really wanted to play professionally. And I think when you tell people, like, I want to go the pro route, like, I don't even want to go to college, um, think you get a lot of judgment to be honest and I mean personally I never had an amazing record in the juniors okay so I think a lot of people when they yeah so I think a lot of people when they found out like I wanted to go pro it was kind of like what is she serious like like that but I think especially in Greece and it was on clay managing to like win four rounds and get my first point it was just a bit of a confidence booster because I've always like struggled with with my confidence as a player, you know? Yeah. And getting that point just was like, okay, you have a shot at this, you know? Yeah, definitely. But it it hasn't been easy. That's the thing, though. I mean, once I got out of high school, I managed to rack up points really fast, to be honest. Like, not a lot, but I did get points. Right. And then out of nowhere in October, it just, like, all came to a stop. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't gone, I haven't been able to pick up another point for a really long time. And it's just like it's like a roller coaster of your emotions and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And out like, okay, I'm gonna have this little like pause, and I'm gonna have to overcome this and stuff. But just knowing as a player that that's that, and it doesn't mean that you're bad. You can still keep moving forward and getting results and stuff. And that's been something I've struggled with, to be honest. Yeah. So, um, speaking of the topic about hard times, I mean. I have dabbled a few events. Um, I've only really been able to go get to one financially, which was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been doing a lot of pre-qualifiers. And just knowing just the determination and the grit it takes to be able to do what, like, what everybody wants to do, right? Just traveling all these tournaments, getting in the right headspace. Um, I'm just curious, what is the hardest thing that you've had to overcome trying to do what you are currently doing? Oh. <laughs> um, 
you know what? I honestly think that, like, there's some minor things, like, when you travel, you get lonely or just struggling financially. But I think the hardest part is knowing that you're going to be playing a tournament, like, almost every week, and you're not going to come out the winner every time, yeah. you know? Dealing with the losses and not letting it affect you as a person. Like, separating the athlete from the person, knowing that your results aren't so much of a reflection of who you are. And at first, I think that really got to me. Yeah. I think when I started, like, I think I did so well in the beginning, and then I picked up some losses in a row, and it really got to me. I I started, like, doubting myself. I, I didn't know if I could continue on with the pro circuits. And you already have so many people telling you, why are you doing this? Why don't you just go to college? Why wouldn't you play four years in a college and then go pro, you know? Yeah. And it, it definitely, I think it got to me mentally. But, yeah, I've, I've, I'm thankful I've had some of the right people in my life, especially my coach, to help me get it together, you know? Yeah. And tell me that it's okay, you're going to go through this, you know? Yeah. I definitely have experience with the same issues of just, like, when when I was a coach, after I did play college, um, you know, and, and then I started coaching, and I was coaching for, like, three years, you lose a lot when you don't really practice ever for yourself, you know, and then all of a sudden, I was like, well, I want to go play pro tournaments, and I, I did get so many of the same responses of just, like, from people, like, that didn't really believe that I had what it took and you know they still probably believe that but honestly it's a big part of just like distancing yourself from the negativity and saying like you know what I don't care what you think because this isn't your life and this isn't what you aspire to do so get out of my way (laughs) you know so I've had a lot of similar things um so let's kind of uh wrapping it up here I want to end on a really good note. And for anybody that's listening, I guess I I just want I want to ask you, what would you tell players, whether they're trying to do the ITF, WTA, ATP, um, or maybe they're juniors playing right now and they aspire to be better, or maybe they're just adult players and they they want to be better at competing. What piece of advice would you give to those players, um, knowing all that you've been through, just to help them you know, nudge them along and not lose the faith that we talked about at the beginning that, you know, our faith can move mountains and the doubt can create them. What, what, what last ending hoorah would you tell these people to just keep them, keep them believing in themselves, no matter the circumstances? Well, I think at the end of the day, it's just a sport, you know, like for instance, right now we're in this lockdown and most of us have been just sitting at home we're not able to go out and compete so I think it's really important to just go out there and have fun no matter what level you're playing if it's recreational or if it's club tennis or if it's professional or college tennis you know if you go out there and you have fun you're gonna get results I think so many of us our results have been hindered by us um being nervous or scared or applying unnecessary pressure on ourselves and I think the best way to move forward is to just enjoy it you know and also having a good team around you like I think some of us are so used to certain things that we don't want to remove ourselves from it even though it could be toxic you know yeah Um, having a good support system is definitely very very important it's a tough sport Um, it does get lonely and you need to have the right people around you motivating you not bringing you down 
Yeah. And I think a lot of players deal with deal with that. You know, to them, I say, too, like, if anybody's negatively making you feel like you can't do something or you can't go compete at the level that you want to go compete at or, like, just whoever those people are, like, definitely distance yourself from them. Get them away from you. Like, just you do you and you focus on what makes you happy, which if you do that, I think you will have a tremendous tennis com- competing experience, you know? Yeah. Exactly. But anyways, um, so <laughs> I think that wraps about up what we're talking about today, but um, I wanted to thank you so much for hopping on with me. Um, we're definitely going to get going, like, practicing I want to come practice with you and your coach and then and then I want to go to Greece and I want you to come when I go so that um (laughs) that I can hopefully have the same luck that you have no it's not luck it's skill my bad the same skill and good draw that you had so but anyways um Thank you so much for joining me and everyone that's listening out there. Thank you for joining us on a special episode of Tournament Talk. Don't forget to um, check out Shatu. Follow her in her journey. Um, Shatu, what's your Instagram so people can follow you? Uh, Shatu.m. S-H-A-T-O-O.m. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> well, definitely going to follow your journey and we'll keep talking, but I'm going to end this recording. And thank you guys so much, and I will talk to you soon.